Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. An epic collaboration that spans eight countries and nine individual stories, Convergence, Courage in a Crisis, reveals the power of compassion and community in the face of a crisis. Beginning at the onset of the COVID pandemic, the documentary follows everyday citizens across the globe as they rise to the challenge of this upheaval in extraordinary ways. The film again is called Convergence, Courage in a Crisis, and we're joined today by director Orlando von Einzendel, as well as director Hassan Akkad. Orlando and Hassan, welcome to Film School Radio. Uh, thank you very much for having us, Thank Mike. you for having us, Mike. There's so many things about this documentary film that are remarkable. The scope of it, undertaking this as, as a project. Orlando, what inspired you to, first of all, want to tell this particular story and then your enlistment of all these different filmmakers from around the world? So this really began in in April 2020. So just you know, just a few weeks after the UK went into lockdown, and I, I, I believe America did at the, at the same time. And at this point, there were so many really upsetting and, and panic-inducing processes happening across the world. Of course, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were were, were succumbing to the virus. Um, and at the same time, there were there were political challenges. There were there was governments using the pandemic to crack down on freedoms. There, there was, we were witnessing greed, we were witnessing government ineptitude, um, you know, all, all sorts of bad, really upsetting things. And at the same time, you know, when I looked at my own street in, in London, a, a city which is famous for people not being particularly friendly to each other on a daily basis, my neighbours were were sort of cooking for each other and people were shopping for more vulnerable members, or, you know, of, of, of my community. Um, and on social media, there was lots of examples of, of really ex- incredibly altruism and, 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 and sacrifice, frankly, of people trying to help other people. And, and the, film, the film began from that. It began as a sort of an ambition to tell uh, almost like a, a love letter to, to humanity. And then at the same time, there were lots of people talking about the pandemic possibly being an opportunity for change. And none of us had any idea what that might look like, but we wanted to be open to that. So the film began from those two principles and we knew right away that the only way to tell it was was to do to create a, a kind of global collaboration with filmmakers all across the world who would be, tell stories about themselves or stories from their own communities so hassan i assume that you saw this go out and this call to filmmakers around the world or is that how you came into this project tell us talk a little bit about how you became part of this I took a job as as a cleaner at the hospital, and um, right. a week later, I I got permission to to photograph my colleagues and share their stories online and and to film with them as well, because what we had in common that we were all born outside of Britain, we were all migrants working in that COVID world together. So I fe- I felt like to make sense of the situation, and and I wanted to I wanted to film, I wanted to document what we were what what we were doing in that ward. And a few weeks later, I felt like I do have a film there. I have a, I have a story. So I, I've known Orlando for a while since I moved to Britain from Syria. I got in touch with him and I didn't know that he was making convergence. And uh, he told me what he just told me. He said, I'm trying to write a love letter to humanity. And just by that, I wanted to get involved. 
So I told him what I was up to. Uh, and uh, yeah, we ended up collaborating and, and working on this together. Did you know one another from White Helmets? So I, yeah, I knew of Orlando after he made White Helmets because I think, oh, I, I mean, I saw that film and I was, I, I, I loved it because, you know, it's, 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 it's very close to home for me. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we connected after White Helmets. The, the beautiful thing about this, as you put this love letter to humanity, and I want to explore that dynamic between the people who are affected by COVID, the coming together to essentially, particularly with the healthcare workers, but others who are, come, who are coming together to really figure out a way to get through all of this. But I also want to explore the idea, Orlando, of, of the other part of the story, which is the governments, the, the larger institutions within these countries that had input into the effectiveness of the response and how that tested these people in so many ways. But it's this international look at what happened, what has been happening during the COVID-19 pandemic and this international flavor we have from Iran, Peru, Brazil, these, India, these different countries around the world. So this gives this, us a, a wider view of what has been happening. And I think it's so very effective. In it, how important was it for you to bring those elements into the, the telling of uh, convergence? Well, I, I, this this began as frankly as, as as quite a simple story, a story about how ordinary people responded to to, to the pandemic, and and I, I suppose all of the stories really began with with people fighting COVID effectively as. As the pandemic continued, you know what we started to see in in you know the, in the work of of all of our co-directors was that while people initially were were fighting COVID, it wasn't long before flaws like COVID and the pandemic exposed these flaws in society that already existed, yeah. these social inequities, injustice, and actually this is what brings all the story a lot of the stories together in the end is is this this element of sort of government failure and civil society and individuals rising up to plug those holes and ultimately take to the streets to to say look enough enough is enough you know we're, this this can't continue it can't be business as usual anymore it's something that's been happening in the united states the the decline the hollowing out of our public health system which was really exposed during this crisis and and around the world we see a uh, we see the call, or there should be a call in response to all of this, a call for a greater public health institutions in these various countries, particularly in the United States, is something that we have just neglected for for decades. I think similarly in Britain, Mike, because um, um, I'm going to jump on this. Um, yeah. We we the British government we didn't even have PPE when COVID hit Britain. Um, medical staff were contracting COVID and dying as a result of not being protected in hospitals. We didn't even have enough ventilators for patients in ICUs and ITUs. So the the pandemic, what it did, I mean, at least in my eyes, it exposed these governments' failures. And what we're trying to do in this film basically to, to, to show that investing in communities actually helps, investing in people, like improving healthcare systems, because COVID isn't the first and won't be the last pandemic. So I, I think, I hope that the film in a way will be a wake-up call 
to, to governments around the world and like, you know, you know, to community that we have to invest in people, invest in community, better health systems. If we want, if we want to be pre- better prepared for any uh, future challenges on, and on, on that scale. I want to let our listeners know that Convergence Courage in a Crisis is currently running on Netflix. Thanks to Netflix for, for providing such a wonderful platform for, uh, for films like this. And, and I think that while we're familiar with what's obviously we've been marinating in COVID now for over a year and a half, it is, I think we're beginning to get perspective on it. And this is a film that gives us a context, a greater context to understand what has been happening around the world and certainly here in the United States. These things are so important because you can become so kind of anesthetized to what is happening every day. It's such a barrage of of information that you can lose sight of a bigger picture. And this has been a worldwide crisis. And I think we in the United States are are famous for our, our myopic approach to the world. And this is something that widens out the lens. It's so important. And uh, so I'm so grateful for that perspective. I want to inject some positive points in, uh, in the film brings this up. The vaccine, the, the search for a vaccine. The, and this is, I think, I think, a really important development in, in the world in terms of uh, medicine and health. Orlando, let's talk a little bit about this kind of accelerated rate and how this has been a tremendously positive development in COVID. I'll talk about in the, in the United Kingdom, um, we went through Brexit before the, the, the pandemic and there was a lot of talk of, you know, the, there was p- certain politicians who spoke about being sick of the public being sick of hearing from experts. Um, one of the incredible things, you know, one of the positive things, I should say, uh, that's come out of this is a belief again in, in experts, a belief in in scientists and people that have devoted large parts of their lives to become very good at something. And, you know, that was, as filmmakers, following that process of the vaccine being developed was extraordinary. You know, I I think the fastest vaccine developed prior to to this crisis was the mumps vaccine, and that took four years. You know, scientists around the world, we we followed the the development of the AstraZeneca vaccine, but scientists around the world in in multiple different places pulled these vaccines together in, in months it was an extraordinary achievement and and also it goes to show i think when people really come together and there is those collaborations and focus these ginormous crises can be addressed and i, I hope that one of the learnings from this crisis is that is how we need to tackle climate change which is frankly the biggest existential threat facing all of us wasn't a, a factor in all of that that they sort of open sourced their their development in research everyone had or I, I think everyone had access to all of the of the data while they were developing so even though these vaccines have taken different approaches to to the virus i believe there was a lot of sharing going on amongst the different researchers which if that's correct that's obviously a huge development yeah, there was there was definitely there was there was sharing of of certainly things like the 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 sort of the analysis the RNA analysis of the of the virus and and there certainly was a, a lot of that collaboration and then there was investments put in by by governments and by private individuals that you know to help accelerate all of this. So there there was incredible collaboration. Yeah, and that's an important point. Again, the I I'm big on the sort of the public uh, government 
impact on this because a lot of the development work on on I've forgotten which virus was done at a, at universities uh, around the United States. So there is that public input that I think we kind of lose sight of when we we talk about this private public collaboration, uh, and it's an important part of the story. And you mentioned Hassan, you were talking about a little bit as well. You know, in your story of uh, of an immigrant living in in England and the impact all of these things are having on on the diaspora of wherever you're from uh, is an important part of the story. Your story in particular was just beautiful in terms of how you uh, how you how you dealt with it, how you as someone coming from Syria, what you had gone through. The world is shrinking in some ways, and you see it in your story in the sense that what affects one part of the of the world is now affecting so much more of the rest of the world. I moved to Britain when I was in 2016 as a refugee, and I've been living um, in in England since then. Um, and the the the, the anti-immigrant and refugee rhetoric has, has has been on the rise since then. Not just I mean in America and also all around Europe. So I I always try in my work and I utilize my story, my personal story, uh, uh, especially to, to provide a different rhetoric because I believe in the power of storytelling. I am a storyteller. Sadly, it took a pandemic to, for, for, for some people in, in Europe and in Britain to appreciate the, the value that immigrants bring to their host communities. When our cities were in lockdown, it was, it was the people who were delivering our takeaways and stacking our shelves and, and dropping our parcels and cleaning our hospitals who kept our cities running. So I, in a way, I wanted to, to show that in my part of Convergence. I wanted to, 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 to basically provide a platform for an immigrant story. I had the tools at my disposal. I had I had social media. I I, I had my my smartphone, my 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 camera to 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 use them to tell a story. You know, to tell a, a story about coming together and and to to highlight the, the value that immigrants bring to their to their host communities. And you also showed us the power of heartfelt video that you put out about yeah. this, the situation and the impact that one person can have and we as a group we can have even more impact when they when we begin to organize but it was beautiful to see the reaction to the video that you put together and the impact it had so congratulations to you on that thank you thank you very much mike i mean there was no other way i had to, i was cleaning in the hospital i was also filming but also i felt like it was my duty to speak out you know and to to use that platform to drive some positive change i did I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't expect that it was going to drive a government U-turn on a policy. I, <laughs> I yeah. thought that at least it would create some buzz around the situation. But I was amazed that it, it, it actually forced them to U-turn on that policy. Well, Hassan, as you said, the power of story yeah. is so it is such a powerful film. And again, it's a sort of a cumulative effect of these different stories from around the world. Thankfully, we get to see a window into Iran. We get where it's a window into societies that we rarely hear from or know much about. And there's so many in here. And it, it is again, the film is called Convergence, Courage in a Crisis. It's currently running on Netflix. And Orlando, I know you have a number of films that I, I, I mean, for people who don't know, I mentioned The White Helmets, also Varanga, and I saw a film that is coming apparently, Into the Fire, which I, it looks to be tremendous um, work that you're doing, you've been doing in this part of the world for so, so long, and, and your work is deeply appreciated on my part, and I, I'm sure the world shares that perspective, so thank you for that. Thank you very much, Mike. I'm blushing, but <laughs> that's very kind of you. Well, thank you. Again, we've been talking with uh, the 
co-directors, right? I could say Hassan Akkad, as well as Orlando von Einsiedel. Well, thank you so very much for your time today. And I look forward to more. Hassan, uh, come back. Well, I'd love to uh, to explore more of your work when, when it's you. available and ready for the world. So thank you so much for being thank here today on Folk School Radio. Thanks for your time, Mike. You, Mike. Take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music